Tom Bernard Show with Andy Brand Bernard, Cassie Schrader. Got a bunch of guests today coming in. Tim Lammers in just a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. What song is this? I've never heard this song before. It's George Michael, Freedom. Oh, yeah, I have heard this song before. What did he live to be, about 40? I don't know how old he was. He was not old, I know that one. I know he was the last one of, what was that, 2016, where we lost so many musicians yeah. that year. Uh, he was 53. He was 53? Yeah, he died mm-hmm. of like a heart issue, but I'm sure it was from all the <clears throat> drug abuse. and. No, it had nothing to do with the booze at all. He had a phenomenal voice. He did, he had a great voice. He had a wonderful voice, but uh, didn't wasn't too wise with the drugs and alcohol, that's yeah. for sure. Oh, no, it's Tevin Pittman. You know, I just learned something last week. Mm -hmm. When you sit down, I'll tell you what I learned. And I never knew this, by the way. Tevin Pittman is here with us. Uh, How how long ago were you the manager at uh, Rick Bronson's? Um, Probably like a year ago. Six months, eight months. Yeah, about a year ago. Really? Yeah. So I've learned... That every time I tell somebody who manages Rick Brown's house of I like them, they get fired or quit. Yeah. Every yeah, one. The last two. Last three. Last three. Oh, you like Steve, too? I don't remember Steve. Oh, well, then. Oh, Dan, you're talking about Danielle? I don't know. Whoever. No, well, yeah, they was, all quit uh, and fired. And... Quit and fired and whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, Murray is uh, has moved on to his own endeavor, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, that was recent, but yeah, he's yeah, gone to last week. So is that going to be? Does he know what he's doing? He, he, I like Murray a lot. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I saw him yesterday at a at a comedy show, but oh, you did? Yeah, he doing his own thing now. I just want to make sure that if I say I like somebody, they don't get fired from a company they started. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to keep it together. So you've been good. Uh, yeah, I've been good. Been grinding away on the uh, on the podcast, and we've started to do local shows here and trying to do live oh, podcasts. Yeah, so that's a good busy. plan. I like yeah, that we plan. Just, we just had an air marshal on last week. That was a really fun one to do. He thwarted terrorist attacks on oh, planes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be interesting. And then, are you going to take over Chris Hardwick's podcast now that he's? His career's over. Yeah, I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna make that phone call actually when I'm done here. Oh, when you're done, yeah. slide in the in the DMs for that show. I did not see that coming at all. I mean, I know he's a little finger puppet jerk, but you yeah. know, when we first had him on, long before everything broke with the podcast and all that, he was doing a show called G4 or something. It was kind of like a clip show. I think it was on the G4 channel or whatever it was called. I don't know what it was, but. Mm-hmm. We used to have him on, and he was very nice, very humble, all the rest of it. As soon as his career took off, he turned into a raging prick. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it's always sad when, when that happens. Like, nothing's changed except now that you're famous and have a little uh, yeah. money. don't have to be a jackass to everybody. As soon as he got big, he never came on the show again. Never came on again. So we helped to break you, but that's not good enough for you. Yeah. You're just a Hollywood guy now. Right. Well, his girlfriend now claims that he uh, sexually and emotionally abused her. And they've yanked him off every show he's on. They yanked him out of Comic-Con. He was on two panels there. They yanked him off both of those. They yanked him off of Talking with Chris Hardwick or whatever the hell it's called. Mm-hmm. Talking talking Dead and Talking... Right, yeah, whatever. the whatever, Walking Dead. Yeah, the post-show yeah. where they would go over the show yeah. and the care. Yeah. He did about three of those, didn't he? He did one for uh, Breaking Bad. Was he ever doing the ones for Shark Week, or is that a different guy? Cause I no, think, maybe it's a different guy. I, I don't know. he started off yeah. doing he, Shark Week, too. And he did, like, Nerdist, right? Was that yeah. his other yeah, thing, Yeah, he started too? Nerdist, then yeah. he sold that about four years ago. That's where yeah. he really blew, blew up. up yeah. yeah, he yeah. did. He blew up, and then he was a prick. But <laughs> that happens to a lot of guys who are about the same height as a Pepsi bottle. Yeah, there's a little bit of a low man syndrome that oh, I think goes no around in Hollywood. It. Is Timmy ready to go? No. No, he hadn't called in? Nope. He's usually chomping at the bit. Well, he's not scheduled until 12.15. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. He doesn't come on until 12.15. Uh, there are actually three movies out right now that I want to talk to him about because I have not. Uh, there are th- it's been a long time since I've wanted to see three movies in the top ten. Mm. A long time. I was going to say, usually you hate everything that's mainstream, I feel like. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big power superhero right. fan. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I liked the first Star Wars, but after that I thought it sucked. Especially when they brought in the puppets. Then I was done. <laughs> no puppets and no Jar Jar Binks. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. So yeah, all that all that space stuff and the superhero stuff, I just I don't like that. Although Deadpool two was really good, but that's not really superhero; it's a comedy. Yeah, but 
But I thought it was very funny. The first one I thought was terrible because it was all dick jokes. Yeah, I, saw, I thought the first one was terrible. It might have been also because I saw a bootleg version of it oh, from yeah. like, the guy that lived down the hall from me. A guy that was sit, sitting in the audience filming <laughs> yeah. it on his phone. Yeah, he stopped me in the elevator. And he's like, you like to watch movies? He's like, I got all the new movies before they get released. And I'm like, oh, it's probably just like, I'm like, oh, you mean like you go to the movie theater and video record him? He's like, oh, no, 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 it's HD, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, well, so he gave me a few of them for free and... I put it in, and it's yeah. You can see people walking through in front of the screen. Oh, exactly God. what you thought. I was like, dude, you told me that's not what it was. No, that's not it. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. illegal. That's probably why. Yeah, that's told it. You this. So no, it's not that illegal thing. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. I want to see Hereditary because I've heard from everyone. Well, you know what? I should wait till Tim comes on because I want to talk to him about mm-hmm. that stuff. But I did see a movie I can talk about. Um, it was on Netflix. Joe Zimmerman last week. Remember when he was in Andy? Yep. And Cassie. Mm-hmm. Remember he said, there's a movie that you definitely should watch because it's your movie uh, called Kodachrome. Remember he brought that up? No. It sounds familiar. Way to pay attention, you two. It's really great. <laughs> nice support system. <laughs> um, but anyway, he said, yeah, it's your movie, man. It's, it, the movie could be about you, actually. And so I, I watched it, and it was fantastic. It's called Kodachrome, Ed Harris, and Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis is Ed Harris' son. Ed Harris is going to die, and he has a few rolls of film left over, and they're only going to develop that film for about an, one more week. So nobody knows. Well, he, Ed Harris knows what's on the, on the uh, cartridges, but nobody else does. So they go through the whole thing. And I don't want to give the movie away, but it's, it, it's about a, a guy and his rocky relationship with his father and all this stuff. It, and he was right. At the very end, it was... It was a lot of same stuff that I went through. I shouldn't say really went through. I experienced. There, that's a better way to put it. Stuff that I experienced. Does that sound better? Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Like you lived to fight another day. Yeah, I hate it when people, oh, I had to suffer through. Uh, Mm. Did you suffer really? Was there suffering? How about if I run over you with my car? See if that's (laughs) that's the same kind of suffering you're talking about. Yeah, I I just... uh, Kodachrome was very good. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. I would definitely watch it, unless, of course, you're a candy ass and you'll burst into tears, which would be easy to do watching that show. But, uh, no, it was great. It was really, really good. And there's another movie. Did you even know it existed? What? Kodachrome. No. And you, you no, too? I haven't. I didn't either. I mean, I've heard of it in passing, but it wasn't like I haven't watched a trailer or anything like that. No, I didn't see any commercials for it when it was mm-hmm. in the theaters. None of that stuff. So I don't know. Do people just not like? Again, these are all good questions for Tim. But I don't think people like the human experience. They want superheroes, which are not real. Yeah. They want space stories, which are not real. They like fantasy now. They don't like reality anymore. Yeah, when I think it's just kind of that escapism of yeah, I want to see something that unplugs me from and doesn't remind me of real world issues. I think, that's, issues. Yeah, I think yeah. that's exactly right. They don't want to deal with the real world issues. and But, I mean, that is just the human experience, though. Yeah. Watching a guy suffer through getting – he hadn't seen his father in like 25 years in the, in the movie. So uh, I found it to be fascinating. I thought it was really, really good. But, again, I never saw a trailer – I never saw a commercial on TV for it. I never noticed that it was at the movie theater. I, I don't know what they do with these movies. But I guess people just don't want to go see them. Well, I think, too, like for me, when I'm like sitting at the TV and I'm going through Netflix trying to find something to watch uh-huh. or it's Hulu, I find myself 
steering away from the dramas because there's so much of it in real life. I need an ex- I need well, to laugh. That's exactly what I need was to find something about. that's completely obscure. Like Dave and I sit and like last night we were going through trying to find something to watch and we're like nothing looks appealing. So we end up going to our go-to show, Doctor Who, and we just love it. It's just just this bizarre, you know, it t- just takes you out of reality, and it's very enjoyable to watch. It's funny. It's serious. I don't know. I just, I don't know if the dramas in the movie theaters are doing well. I mean, the I don't think they are. I think the you're one, absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, the ones that. that are doing well are the superhero movies, the ones that take you out of the normal element and put you in this obscure fantasy. I think those are the ones that are doing well. Animation. It just yeah. kind of takes you away from all the politics, the negativity, and everything. So I think, I don't know. I don't. It, it seems like the dramas are becoming more indie movies. Yeah, I think that's versus, true. Versus you know big, you know production yep. companies and all that stuff. So. I do think that's absolutely accurate. Um, Tevin, something really weird happened to me over the weekend, though. Yeah. I it and it kind of shocked me. I was watching TV. And a commercial came on, and it had a white guy in it. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? Was it mayhem? <laughs> no, it wasn't mayhem. I can't remember what it was for, but there was actually there was an actually grown white guy in the in the commercial. You never see grown white no, men. And, in yeah, the that was a mistake. We we slipped up, and we didn't, <laughs> we didn't make it to the casting call for that. <laughs> you <laughs> dropped the ball on yeah. that one. We'll we'll address that at the next meeting. I mean, <laughs> you, see, you see white women, but no white men. They are, mm-hmm. sorry. And if they are in the commercial, they're idiots. They play the fool. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Lammers. Timmy. <laughs> speaking of white Tommy. women. Yeah, speaking of white Lammer, women, it was Tim Lammer. What? Speaking of what? Nothing. Tevin took a <laughs> shot at you. That was it. <laughs> Tevin. How are so, you doing, Tim? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Hey, man. Um, hey man, I'm good man. We, I on saw the Tom Bernard podcast man. I saw a wonderful <laughs> movie over the weekend talking about Kodachrome. Did you ever see it? No, no. You know, I, I heard you on the morning show today talking about it, and um, sounds kind of depressing, though. Well, but it, you were right. Nobody wants to see depressing. They do not want to see reality. They don't want to see depressing things. They don't want to see sadness. They just wanted to look at that. He grew a wing out of his ass. Or whatever. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. You know, though, it's interesting. I, 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 I've never heard of the film. First of all, I mean, there's so neither. many films that come and go that you never hear of that that play uh, for a minute in the theaters, Dottie. Um, so, you know, sometimes you just never see them. Timmy, what is that? A zero percent on tomato meter. <laughs> For Gotti. 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 I don't even know. Uh, Oh, the John Gotti. It isn't uh, Travolta is playing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he tends to ruin movies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he does. It's true. 28% Metacritic. You know what? 5.4. He was good in Pulp Fiction, though. I I mean, I liked him in different He was, yes. He was good in Pulp Fiction. That's very true. And then non And it's Vinny Barbarino. Yeah, Vinny Barbarino. No, you're right. He was good at that stuff, and that's all he's good at. Yeah, critics hated it, but the audience... Was okay with it. 5.4 on IMDb and 72% on Google. So there's a there was a Bollywood movie that came out. Uh, Gotti beat it by forty two thousand dollars, and that's only because it was in almost twice as many theaters. Oh, <laughs> oh man! I mean, that thing is a disaster. Yeah, you know though. I mean, here's the thing with with Rotten Tomatoes though. 
if if it were scored uh, on a scale of four, yeah. a two or less, yeah, true. it's going to get a rotten rating. So, I mean, if you look at it, you might say two means fair. I'm not, I'm not saying that. It, it, what I'm trying to say is just because it got 0% doesn't mean that everybody gave it zero stars. Although I heard Mike Evans gave it zero stars. Yeah, he hated it. He hated it. Well, average, I think it probably leans more towards zero stars on its this one. Average critic rating is 2.5 out of 10. So still Ooh. not good. Yeah. Out of 10. But, oh, my God. Oh. When you were saying 2.5, Andy, you were thinking 2.5 out of f- f- 4? No, no, out of 10. <laughs> that is 10. bad. But man. the audience, that is terrible. 4 out of 5, 78% liked it. So Yeah, who's that? It's the one of those. Travolta family? I think it's one of those things where critics hate it and normal people like it. Normal people? Well, no, nah, they didn't go see it. Well, well, that and I think just because the story of John Gotti is going to catch people's attention, so they're going to go into true. it thinking, true. oh, this is or this is going to be good, so that'll skew kind of what they are willing to put up with. I have not seen the trailer for it, but did they do the, hey, let me tell you something, don't come in our neighborhood. Did they do that in it? I, I didn't even see the trailer. I think it's hilarious. So it don't come you. down. It causes him no trouble. I'm telling you, the Godfather will not like it. Well, for yeah, one, okay, it only opened in 500 theaters. I know, which is like tiny. The Bollywood movie only opened up in 300 theaters, and it's still only lost by forty-two thousand dollars. <laughs> God. Now you do realize what this means. Hmm. John Travolta in Look Who's Talking 3. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, Remember, because when his career hit the skids the first time, he started doing those Look Who's Talking movies, yeah, which made true. a ton of money. Yeah, they did. And then it was Tar- Tarantino who really saved his career with Pulp Fiction. Yep. And he was nominated for an Oscar. And when you get an Oscar nomination, you can it's writing your ticket for a while, any punching your ticket for a while. Um, but then, you know, it just time erodes a career. And, and next thing you know, you're doing gaudy and uh, nobody's going to see it. So We yeah. shall be right back right after this Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Well, the uh, 
Incredibles 2 has almost already beaten Solo, even though it just came out and Solo's been out for a month. The highest grossing animated film of all time on the first weekend. We're, the first weekend, I mean. We're clearly not going to stop seeing that title pop up every six months. No, that's probably The true. highest grossing something of all time. It just keeps that's on true. happening. It keeps on happening. And yeah, I mean, ticket, ticket prices are going up, so yep. you're going to get it. That's, that's yep. the thing they never yep. mention. Is that, oh, sure, it beat this record from yeah. 20 years ago. Well, it was 20 years ago. But so, of course, it's going to beat the record. Yeah, it's true. Well, not to mention, um, they don't always adjust for inflation. Right. So, adjusted no, for don't. inflation, there's some ancient movie that, like, let's see. It's Gone with the Wind, I think. I think Might you're right. Number one. I think it was Birth of a Nation about the Ku Klux Klan. Probably not. It was like 1926. It was a silent film about the Ku Klux Klan. D.W. Griffith. Yeah, D.W. Griffith. Adjusted for inflation, yeah, Gone with the Wind is still number one. $3.6 billion. Oh, man. Wow. So it uh, it made a bit of money. And Sound of Music is actually also number five, $2.5 billion. E.T., The Ten Commandments. Oh, yeah, Ten Commandments is huge around Easter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dr. Zhivago. Dr. Zhivago was a huge movie. Jaws. Omar Sharif. So, yeah, there's actually, I mean, The the Force Awakens is number 10 for adjusting for inflation. So there's that. Wow. But That's pretty impressive still. Yeah. Do they they track the actual number of, like, physical tickets sold? I don't think so. I don't think so. Rather than just the dollar amount? No, they just, they track, well, I mean, technically they do track um, the amount of money it made per theater. So if you can figure yeah, out the average ticket price, it, yeah. yeah, pretty much. But that's really uh, about as good as you're going to get. Even though I was not born yet, Tim, I, I don't appreciate the fact that uh, Gone with the Wind stole a line from me. Like I said, I wasn't born oh, yet, was, so they might not have known. What was that? I was the first person ever, long before Butterfly McQueen, to say, I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. So, so that's uh, Tommy B that said that. That was me. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. I said it. it wasn't Butterfly McQueen. They stole it from me, and I'm very upset yes. to this day. Well, you know, speaking of that movie, I don't think any movie is ever going to touch that record. Then, no. I mean, because three point six billion. That, no. The 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 what you call it? What is it? The Avengers, the new one. That's coming out on video already by the end of the summer. So I mean, it's going to yank. They're going to yank the thing yeah. at some point. I remember there was a time where a film like American Graffiti would play for years. Yeah. I thought it played for a couple of years at the Skyway. Oh, yeah, you you're know? not wrong. So that, Some movies did play for, yeah. Forever. And now it's like if you make it past, what, six months, you're, like, outstanding? If that. Yeah. yeah I'm thinking even three or four because, I mean, what what's the sense of having a movie in the theater when it's on video? Yeah. You know, or... People are gonna, but you know, some people love that big screen experience. I do, you know. But again, I mean, if if I got a choice between the video or or, or going out to see it, I'm going to probably take the video at that juncture, yeah. you know, three or four months after it came out. Well, I mean, I was watching, um, I was watching movies like old movies, uh, Twister and Jurassic Park, um, mm. and my girlfriend's TV somehow makes it look like I think way better than the actual movie screen. Really? It's 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 one of the well it's like yours in Florida 
where oh, it's 4K. Well, yeah, 4K for one, that yeah, helps that a lot. Definitely, that helps a lot. But for two, it does something to make the movie look smoother because movies are shot at 24 frames per second. Um, mm-hmm. But then it, it somehow blends, blends the frames together so it looks like it's running at 48 frames per second, which makes it look, you know... I don't know. I think modern TVs are getting to the point where they are better than projectors because oh, projector yeah. technology mm-hmm. hasn't improved in, you know, how long? Not even at the porn houses? Are there any porn houses anymore? Are they, do those even exist anymore? <laughs> That's a well, question. You hear some celebrity getting busted that one time and again, so they must be in, I mean, in Hollywood at least. What's the, it's like the Bunny Ranches out in yeah. Nevada. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think that's like the only one that I've ever ever heard of. By the Isn't way, Charlie, brothel, though? Kevin was about to say been to. Come yeah, on, been man. To. Been to. Yeah, been, I mean, I would like to point out that Charlie from Albuquerque sent a picture to Doc Ketchmark this morning saying that Dennis Hoff, who owns the Bunny Ranch, oh, mm-hmm. I saw that. He and I look a lot alike. <laughs> oh, I saw that picture. Like, oh, I was wondering who that was. I saw, I saw that picture. At a quick glance. It does kind of, you guys could be related. I said that's because of the vacant stare. That's all it is. is <laughs> it and the baseball cap. The baseball yeah. cap, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I mean a little. Well, I thought it could have been that producer that wins all those Oscars, Tom Bernard. Tom yes. Bernard, yeah. You know. Tom Bernard. I'd like to thank Tom Bernard. He could be your cousin. He could be my cousin? Yeah. <laughs> well, send on the hookers. I can sure your mother would love that. Do you get a family discount? Yeah. It's going to be yeah. a hell of a Christmas party at the Bernard. Oh, Catherine will go. She'll go wild. She's going to love that. But, yeah, when I was a kid. The Moonlight Bunny Ranch. Yes. When I was a kid, there was a movie theater downtown Minneapolis. It was right on Hennepin Avenue called the Aster Art. And all that played was porno films. Right downtown Minneapolis. And there was one on Franklin Avenue. It was called, I can't remember. The, I think it was just the Franklin Theater at one point. But yeah, I don't. We don't have any porno theaters anymore. Isn't that all pretty much on the computer now? Yeah, I think, I think those. Just, yeah, it just doesn't make any financial sense. Here's the other thing. It's got. I never understood this part of pornography, and maybe I just saw the three or four or five times I've seen it. It just. Maybe I got the bad ones. But you look at it and go, these women are scaggy as hell. Why would you be attracted yeah, to that? Yeah, there's that. Nasty. That doesn't help. Yeah, and then I love, I love the uh, like the setup that you'll see in like porn where it's like they'll have like the backstory of like a pizza guy and they oh, call yeah. them like actors now. Yeah. Like I'm going to acting class out in L.A. and that's yeah. you're going out there to do porn. You're the pizza man. Yep. Come on in. Come on in, pizza man. Come on, bring the pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really good acting right there. That was wonderful. You did a great job. Um, did you hear, Timmy, when you were listening this morning, did you hear what, what I did at dinner on Saturday night? Um, I, I'm trying to think. What? what was okay, it? Yeah. so we went to a great place up uh, just out of, uh, right by Lake Alexander up there. Uh, it's kind of between Little Falls and Brainerd. That's the best way to put it. We went up there to, to the cabin of the Harms family, and it was, we just had a great time. Went to dinner on Saturday night, a place called The Landings. It's really good. They do a really good job. But our server had a had a uh, hummingbird tattooed on her arm, like right where a watch would be. She had a hummingbird on there. Mm-hmm. And she's holding a thing like this, and I'm sitting right here. So she takes everybody's order. She gets to me and goes, what would you like? I said, you know, I'd like to try the deep-fried hummingbird. 
And she was like, what? <laughs> she was stunned. And I said, oh, I just saw the hummingbird on your arm, so I thought I'd joke. <laughs> and she walked away. She was very nice about it. But she walks away, and I went, oh, no. God, I hope that's not in commemor- to commemorate somebody. All right. Oh. It was her grandmother. Uh, oh, man. I'm oh, no. like a little kid or something. Yeah. Way to go, Tom. Just <laughs> offered a deep fryer grandmother right there in the. Yeah, but see, the problem it's is. Sensitive. If you're going to tee me up like that, I'm going to take the shot. I'm right. sorry. I'm, you got a hummingbird on your arm at a restaurant, I'm going deep fried. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's just how it is. We're going deep fried with that one. But no, it was a, we had a great time. We had a really, really nice time. There were, played golf a couple of times, only nine holes because it started raining both days. But, you know, there's a lot. Man, I looked the entire northern half of the United States has storms in it, has rain systems or thunderstorms or whatever, all across, literally from Seattle to New York. It's that time of year. It is. June is the rainiest month of the year, isn't it? Maybe. I, I believe it might be. <laughs> Thanks for the overwhelming endorsement there. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. It might be. But... So, Tim, mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time, there are three movies in theaters that I want to see right now. It's hard to believe. Well, I know one of them is The Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2 is one of them. That's correct. Tag. I heard Tag's good. Is it good? I have no idea. I've, you seen, seen, it? I've seen just the trailers of it. Handle Burris is in as I'm promoting on ESPN. Handle Burris, yeah. Is he going after Bill Cosby again? <laughs> that was unbelievable. <laughs> He's the one that brought that whole thing back and fried Crosby on a stick, man. Yeah. Oh, Cosby. I said Crosby. You're not Bill Crosby. He's yeah. really funny. Um, but anyway, I don't know. A movie about playing tag by adults? Uh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. It's like they're long uh, 35 years of every time they see each other, it's like an ongoing game of tag. And and it's real, I guess. Apparently, it's based yeah. on a true story. Yep. Mm. Well, give them this much. It wasn't a reboot or something. No, or a remake. that's true. That's true. But no, tag is not one of them. I don't care to watch anybody play. Not like the Ollie Ollie Income Free. I'd watch that. But uh, no, the second one would be Hereditary. I definitely want to see that. I thought you already saw it. No, I did not. I have not Alex seen it. saw it, I think. Oh, she did? I. If she went to that without someone me, someone's going to pay the price. Someone saw it. I'm not sure who, though. Well, oh, I, don't, I mean, how could she have, though? Oh, well, it's been out for two weeks, so yeah, she could have. Here's what I love. Alex said, don't go see Annabelle Creation without me. Just wait for me. We'll go see Annabelle Creation together. A year later, we finally watched it on Voodoo. A year. Sounds about right. So I'm not waiting a year for Hereditary. It's not going to happen. So, yeah, I got Incredibles 2. I got Hereditary. And the other one is Superfly. I can't believe they they, they, they put out Superfly on a weekend when I was out of town. What the hell are you doing? But here's a problem I have, Tevin. Mm-hmm. The original Superfly, one of the plot lines was that all the black men thought that he was too white-looking. Right. And I mean, he's called a white-looking mother effer. Yep. Uh, this guy's not white-looking. I guarantee you that. No. no. So, but, I mean, the whole movie was kind of based on the fact that he was too white-looking to fit into society. Right, yeah. Plays on kind of that 
inner race kind of racism where you, yeah. you're too light or you're too dark type you're too of thing. Dark. Yep. Yeah, yeah. White people think you're too dark, and black people think you're too. No, but light. I'm just talking about even within like the black community. Oh no, like, question. I've, I've lost count of the number of times I've argued with people, and like it gets down to the well, at least I'm not oh, as yeah. dark as so and so, or at least oh, I'm yeah. not as light as so and so. Oh yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about it. I my favorite one of all time. There used to be a record store downtown. It was Music City. There was a music land and a Music City, but I was at this is at Music City, and Grace Jones had released just released a new album, and there are two young black girls in the record store, and they're looking at the album cover of Grace Jones's album. It's just what you're talking about. One says, "That girl is purple," and the other one goes, "Seriously, purple." <laughs> 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 it was sounds, about, sounds about right. Oh God, it was wonderful. <laughs> she, that girl is purple. If <laughs> she was, and of course, then you have Rick James, who you talk about stepping in it. He's at the Grammys one year, and Grace <laughs> Jones had a hat like a five foot wide hat. I yeah. mean, it was mm-hmm. five feet wide. Rick James comes out on national television and says, "Stevie Wonder." You ought to see this hat that Grace Jones is wearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cocaine's no. a hell of a drug. <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> you should see this, you blind, blind man. Uh, I don't know. So, so what do you think? So, if I could, how how are the ratings for Superfly, Andy? I get tomato meter's got to be hundred percent. I would think. I mean, it is Superfly. Curtis um, Mayfield did all the music. Fifty-four. That's it. Uh huh. Damn it. Well, I'm not surprised. Well, I suppose. You know, I wonder if you took some of the big classics now and put them on Tomato Meter, how they would fare. Not yeah, very probably well. not well. Yeah, you know, like Shaft. Do you think Shaft? I mean, that thing was huge. Yeah. That. I mean, if you didn't, if you took it and just judged it off of base today, then it probably wouldn't fare well. But because once you factor in the nostalgia, then it's like, oh, well, yeah, that's a great movie. But yes. yeah, I don't think they'd fare too well. That was another one of my favorite things of all time. I'm at the Paradise Theater seeing Shaft. And uh, Moses Gunn was in the movie, and he his daughter gets kidnapped, right? Mm-hmm. So before, just as you're about to see Moses Gunn for the first time, this young kid in the audience, young black kid in the audience goes, I want my baby back. I want my baby. And all of a sudden, Moses Gunn goes, I want my baby back. <laughs> it was the greatest ever. God, going to a movie at the Paradise or the Empress or the Broadway Theater, it was a great experience because everybody talked back to the screen. I mean, everybody in the audience either set up a line, said the line before the actor actually said mm-hmm. it, or they commented on the size of women's breasts. They did that quite often, too. Mm-hmm. It's just how it was. We will take a break here. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes more with Tim Lammers. We're going to find out what Timmy's got cooking right up to this. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great Anything as everyone else? says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. Right. It's very comfortable. Stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. 
Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Oh, see, now we're talking. Superfly. Curtis Mayfield. Yep. Fred is dead. I That's grew up on I music saying. like this. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I absolutely did. And I did buy a hat just like Superfly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, honest to God, I was telling this story last week. I walked in wearing that hat, that Superfly hat, and I bought some platform shoes. <laughs> now you have to remember, I was like 14. <laughs> when it came out. Uh. So I walk into Andy Fisher's house. Andy looks at the hat, looks at you and goes, what do you sit down to pee now too? <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Um, in any case, Timmy. Yes, sir. So what That must have made you about six foot five. Though, no, I was right? very tall wearing platform shoes. <laughs> yeah. I did not have the Frenchy Fuqua ones though that had live goldfish in them. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. He did. Played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had live goldfish in his platform <laughs> shoes. Are those hard to walk in, platform oh, shoes? Oh, in Minnesota they are because it's slippery as hell anyway. Yeah, it was, it was very odd. I, was say, I feel like I would look like a baby deer trying to walk in those. <laughs> yeah, we do. That's how I am in high heels. It's horrifying. We are. Like, like, I like it when those, those models, when they start losing it and they got yeah. no chance. They start losing it and they're done, man. You're going down. Yep. That's all there is to it. So, Tim, what, what do you got cooking for as far as movies are concerned? What have you seen? Well, I mean, I, I'm going to be seeing um, Jurassic World Fallen oh. Kingdom this week. Yeah, I'm going tomorrow and, night, too. Yeah, yeah, that's when it screens. And, and so that, that's the one I'm, I have to admit, I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, you know, the first one I, I thought was terrific. I was a little concerned that people were bringing their five-year-old kids to it, yeah. even as a PG-13 yeah. film. Yep. So I don't know if it's going to be more intense. Then the first one, and we're going to see the same thing, and I, I don't know. But, you know, and also, you know, superhero-wise, uh, I'm looking forward to one. I mean, Deadpool 2 was great, and, but I was, as you know, disappointed in, in uh, Infinity War. But um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man was a lot of fun because yeah, it, was it was a very yeah, was. different superhero. It was a heist movie. And I don't know if they're going with the same deal there, but... The cast has expanded to include Michelle Pfeiffer, um, so I, I love Douglas? that. Lawrence Fishburne's going to be in it as well. So you know, lots of great people. You know, they have um, uh, Michael Douglas was great in the first yeah, one, and yeah. Paul Rudd and, and uh, Evangeline uh, Lilly 
are all in it. So yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to to seeing that one. Um, and and then coming up later in the summer, um, uh, you have to admit, I mean, Tom Cruise has hit the wall in many respects with many different sorts of films. Yeah. But yeah. the Mission Impossible movies, man, <laughs> those are pretty spectacular. So that there's a Mission Impossible Fallout coming out at the end of July. Yeah, it should it should be. Uh, by the way, Andy insists that you call uh, Lawrence Fishburne Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> Cowboy <laughs> Curtis. Well, you know, uh, coincidentally, and you know, he wasn't in the film, but I did watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure yesterday. Oh on God, Netflix. I loved it. <laughs> Love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Isn't that, is that so, but, but Cowboy Curtis was, isn't in that one, you know, but he was on the TV show. Was it Big Big Top Pee Wee? Is, was that the movie where he was winning the Tour de France on a regular one-speed bicycle? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that was that new one that they put on. What was oh, that called? God, it was um, oh, yeah. I didn't even see the new one. Oh, that that was with Judd Apatow, and oh, uh, yeah. it was made for Netflix, but I, I didn't see that. Pee Wee's Big Holiday. That's what it was. Oh, they do that in there, too? Does he win the win the Tour de France again? Well, I think he was like trying to hitch hike or something across yeah, he's, country. Yeah, he's going across the country oh, he is. for some reason. He's got streamers on the handlebar. Oh no! <laughs> to be a guest at John Manganiello's birthday party. Manganiello. Manganiello. Yeah, I think he was a buddy yeah. of John Gotti's. I'm not sure, but he won't hang out with him anymore. Not because just because he's dead, because his movie sucks. But anyway, um. Yeah, I loved Pee Wee Herman. I thought Pee Wee Herman was funny as hell. And I, look, I, I know he's boxing the clown in a movie theater, but who the hell's in there to see it but a bunch of other guys boxing yeah. the clown? Who I know. cares? It's not like he was at like a Pixar movie no. with a bunch of kids in the audience <laughs> doing that. Yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah, but hey, did you see Incredibles 2? <laughs> we got, uh, you know, the guy in the front row was rather fond of Incredibles well, let's say the father. We won't even joke around about that. I love getting now coming out somewhere down the line because you you started talking about Shaft. There is going to be Son of Shaft. Oh, Son of starring Shaft, starring Richard Roundtree, Richard Samuel Roundtree. L. Jackson, who is Ooh. in the uh, the reboot or whatever in two thousand one, and then uh, the actor's name is Jesse T. Usher. He was in. Uh, he played Will Smith's son in the the Independence Day follow-up, oh, yeah, which is a real bomb. Yeah. But he's actually been cast as the son of Samuel L. Jackson, and Sam Jackson in Shaft, the remake, is actually Richard Roundtree's nephew. So, but all three of them are going to be in the Son of Shaft. But I, I was looking up in IMDb, and I'm not seeing unless they're they're calling it something different now. But the working title, anyway, they 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 were filming it a while ago. So I would hope that maybe this year it'll come out. So, can I ask you a question about that movie? The Son of Shaft. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My question is, who's a black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks? Jeff, can you dig it? <laughs> can you dig it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, okay, now now it's just called Shaft again. Oh, it is so bizarre because they already did Shaft in two thousand one, but uh, they weird. got uh, June fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. So this is going to be um, a summer two thousand nineteen flag so, day, which which makes sense. Which makes sense on Flag Day. That'll be good. Something to do on Flag Day. Um. 
So you're going to see, God, you're going to see Jurassic, was it Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, what's it called? It's called Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, Fallen Kingdom. It's one of those Kingdom. titles that needs your voice, Tom. It does. It needs your voice to say it. Well, I, I start doing movie trailers again. I am going to bring my youngest boy, who's six, to Jurassic World. He loves, dying. he's like obsessed with Godzilla. Oh, so yeah, yeah. he's just he could care less if somebody gets torn apart by a dinosaur. He just loves dinosaurs and Well, as as long as he's used to it, Cassie, I, yeah. you know, that that's cool. I, I, I just I, I guess I'm just shocked at sometimes how when you're involving a huge studio like Universal in this case, mm-hmm. or it was uh, like when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, I was mystified ha- how at least the second and third one, because those are pretty brutal movies, the the battles and everything, mm-hmm. how they got away with PG-13 ratings. You know, some people think, well, it's PG-13 because they don't say the F word. No, it, it also they, they there's a standard they they're held to as far as the violence is concerned. And that's some pretty brutal violence. Mm-hmm. And, and again, yeah, I mean, a dinosaur ripping somebody apart. Nothing worse than seeing, um, I, I think it's been out long enough to talk about Deadpool 2, where Deadpool gets ripped in half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, now that's happen. R-rated brutal <laughs> stuff. That'll you know? happen, though, you know. Um, but, you know, seeing him and seeing, you know, somebody, uh, a regular human being in a Jurassic World movie might, it might be a different impression on a kid. The nut jobs have come out because of Jurassic World. You do know that, right? Why do what they, are they saying? Why do they make movies about the beings that never existed? There are people. Are that exist- you kidding? Oh, Where did all those bones come from if they never existed? <laughs> well, there's some gigantic yeah. bones. I don't know what else it could have been. Or are these creationists? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, even if so. they really never existed who cares like you know how much stuff is in movies yeah. that isn't real cry about dinosaurs but the, <laughs> hey, look and then, and by the way dinosaurs are yeah part of what oil is is are some oil deposits are dinosaurs or whatever that that but it's not all oil mm-hmm. there are lots of things that rot in mm-hmm. the earth it's true but i yeah i don't know it's it, uh yeah there were i saw a guy on tv why would they possibly make a movie about a, be- a creature, a beast that didn't ever even existed? They're just, which it's a creationist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, like I, I, I see where they're old. coming from with that. But, you know, again, like Tevin was saying, look, you better not go to the movies then because yeah. everything is yeah. let's pretend pretty much. Everything is let's pretend, and that's why we go to movies. At least, I, you know, that's exactly, why I go. Exactly. You know, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't get it. So... But I tell you, the one that I, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it, but I'm, I will see it and talk about depressing. And this is coming out the same week as Ant-Man and the Wasp, the uh, documentary Whitney on Whitney Houston. Oh. Oh, man, that would be tough to watch. She was beautiful yeah. and a great singer and a heroin addict. But other than that, <laughs> other than the heroin well, part of it. She had a tragic upbringing she you did know? yeah she was she was molested by D- Dion warwick's sister or something right her cousin yeah that's what the movie alleges because now you got to believe that you know there's going to be some uh you know especially when the movie comes out and the masses see it because that was revealed in a review from wherever the film oh is it might have right? can film fest or whatever but yeah it'll be interesting to see what sort of reply is this person still alive Dion Warwick's sister? Dee Dee is her name. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Dee Dee Warwick. Or it's funny that Dion hasn't said anything. Well, I haven't heard anything about Dion retorting with anything. Since she looks just like him, she should star in the Scatman Carruthers story. They look exactly the same. Just get out there. Who's that? Dion Warwick. She's got those big teeth. She's got big teeth, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm just pointing She's out. She's got big teeth. <laughs> big old teeth. Big old giant teeth hanging out. Chicklets. Kind of like Jaws. Same story. Yeah, that, that was... So are you going to watch that one? Are you, I, I don't know. It's probably not one you'll see in the theater, but would you, are you going to see it when you get it? Yeah, I, I will because I was a big fan. I was a big fan oh, of hers. Yeah. Until she hooked up with Bobby Brown. It's like, that douche. What's he doing with him? Well, hopefully, that's gonna, hopefully that film is going to explain that psyche. It's like, why him? And why for so long? You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it did seem like things went south. I mean, really south when she got together with him. Now, her their daughter killed herself too, didn't she? Well, you know, I guess in effect you could say. I mean, the the destructive behavior. But I don't know. Was it suicide ruled that, or That's what was, I, I was don't it know. accidental overdose, or or what was it? You I know? don't know. I have no idea. But let me run this. But, idea I mean, obviously, she went down that same destructive path. Yeah, as she Whitney. did. I want to ask this of all four of you. Would you walk up to somebody you don't know on the street and take a drug from them that you really don't know what it is, but you're going to do it anyway? No. 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 Not a chance no. I would do that. What gets to people? How would their lives become so sad that they're willing to do that? Yeah, well, well, I think that by that point, they're just so far gone. Yeah, and yeah, they don't so realize it. They're already so high or, you know, strung out. or Yeah, once once you're an addict, then you, you get it from somebody on the street where it's like, oh, I heard this person has drugs and right. I just need something. Right, yeah. I don't care what it is. Then Well, that one woman in Minnesota here killed like three people because she put fentanyl in, in the ecstasy. But they didn't know it was in there. Yeah, no, that's, mm. a, that's actually killed a pretty them. common... Pretty common thing that people put get a pill press and put fentanyl in. Why? Better been on because we had drug dealers on <laughs> for special <laughs> superfly. <laughs> well, fentanyl. I mean, that's just, you really have to know what you're doing. Yeah. Else. I mean, mm, if you didn't. if you handle fentanyl without gloves, you can like bad things can happen. Yeah. It'll get into your skin. Well, bad things did happen. She's doing life in prison now. So. Well, yeah. You uh, probably shouldn't. Well, did people? she do? Right. The, did she kill them on purpose or what? I don't know. So that doesn't seem like fentanyl I mean, and ecstasy doesn't make any sense as a combo. No, I think it's is it with heroin, crack? Uh, like heroin, can, yeah, yeah. So they like cut it with yeah things like heroin yeah. or yeah, um, and, and yeah, Vicodin. Yeah, he- ecstasy. That put doesn't too make much any in sense. there, then it'll be your last time doing drugs. So where would they get? Where would this woman have gotten fentanyl? I don't, everybody could, get I don't know. Isn't it as powerful as an elephant tranquilizer or something like that? Right. It's yeah, really, really. Yeah, I don't know. You did, it's, yeah, you definitely didn't go to Walgreens and get it. But no. there's, yeah, you can, I'm sure, find ways around getting it on the Internet or something. I'm Jones and man. Do they say that when they go get it? I don't think anybody well, says Jones. Well, plus, when you get it off the Internet, you know it's completely <laughs> legit. You don't know Jones? <laughs> Nobody that. And what did you say earlier? Candy ass? Like, where? Did, candy you know, ass is a very legit term. W- w- I don't think so. You don't think don't, it is? I've never heard. Where did that come from? I should come on your show with you and Gabe just, to, just as the king of non sequiturs. Yeah, because you blow my mind every time. you make stuff up as I go along. <laughs> no, I, 
you know, I could go with the Peter Boyle I talked about it this morning on the morning show. Peter Boyle in the movie Joe. A couple of hippies walk into a bar, and he looks at him and goes, "Sugar tit all the way." <laughs> <laughs> you don't see, you don't hear lines like that in films anymore. No, do you? you don't. You do not, and it's kind of sad. We will be right back. Are you going to stick with us for a little bit longer, Tim? You got to go. Uh, absolutely. All right, we'll be back in uh, a bit. Tom Bernard Show.